to ensure that Matatiele is incorporated back into KwaZulu-Natal from the Eastern Cape. Both parties have signed a memorandum of understanding outlining a process to reverse the move, which took place in 2005. The, I, the AIC had said that it expects that Matatiele will be back in KwaZulu-Natal by the end of November. The two organizations agreed on some pact in the Ekuruleni Metropolitan Municipality, the Rustenburg Local Municipality, and Umkanyawude District Municipality, which saw that Matadiele would in the end go back to uh, what uh, the residents wanted to KwaZulu-Natal. And for more on this, we're on the line to the uh, AIC's General Secretary, Mahubanzi Majafta. Very good evening to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us, uh, Mr. Jafta. So just tell us about this uh, MOU Memorandum of Understanding that's been signed what exactly does it say? Thank you very much. Uh, the memorandum of understanding that is, has been signed between the ANC and the AIC uh, entails the cooperation that the ANC sought from this AIC, specifically, as you have already said, at Egurlene, uh, uh, in Rastenberg, and also at Umkanyagute, uh, where the ANC didn't get uh, the majority that it wanted for it to govern. Then we had our own demand in return uh, for that, and uh, that was not uh, the AIC demand, but the demand that the people of Matatiela specifically were have been long ago fighting for under the government of the ANC to have their area, that is Matatela local municipality, administered in KwaZulu-Natal than in the Eastern Cape. You will recall that uh, that struggle started long time ago, up until in 2005, the ANC government came up with that uh, uh, that bill that forced the area of Matata to the Eastern Cape against the will of the people. So as the AIC, when the ANC was in was looking for an assistance, especially in those municipalities I've already cited, we saw that as an opportunity to force the ANC do what the people of Matatela wanted. And you recall that that was the immediate uh, cause for the formation of the AIC, though there are some many reasons why we decided to establish or to form the African Independent Congress. But that one was an immediate cause of our establishment. Then we took that advantage and uh, presented as a demand to the AIC, to the ANC that it take this area of Matatela back to where the majority of the residents of the area wanted to be administered. But what then made you ANC, so confident that you would win? As you say, you felt that you had to force them to do that because they did not adhere to the will of the people. What made you confident um, that you were able to win? Because at some point it seemed like that was uh, something uh, that was something of a protracted uh, negotiation. No. 
we agreed with the ANC even in our first meet- meeting when we met immediately after the local government elections that in, if we assisted them to rule or to govern Eguruleni, uh, they will start the processes to take Matatela back to, 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 to KZN. So we, we, the, on that one, we have been agreeing we were only not agreeing on some of the clauses that were to be part of, uh, of, of, of the memorandum of understanding. Up until yesterday, we came into an agreement and ended up signing that agreement. Between what the were parties. you not agreeing on? The, what were we not agreeing on was that the AIC be the part of the consultative uh, public processes of which we believe as the AIC we have done that long time ago and the majority of the people uh, in in the area of Matatiela have uh, stated their views and uh, the ANC government itself in 2009 held the referendum in Matatiela and made the people in all the voting stations under this local municipality to vote either for Eastern Cape or KZN, of which the majority of the people did vote for uh, their area to be administered under KZN. Those results are still sitting with the ANC government even today. Mm. All right. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Uh, the General Secretary of the African Independent Congress, Mahbanzi uh, Majaftar, for more on this, we're on the line to constitutional law expert, Pierre Defes, uh, Professor Pierre DeForce. Professor DeForce, a very good uh, evening to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us about this matter. It was the subject of a constitutional court case. As you've heard, Mr. Jafta, they also referred to a referendum. And the Concord at, at some point said that it felt that it was not up to uh, the highest court in the land to tell government what to do. But it, it seemed there was still a lot of uh, unclear determinations on where the matter actually rested. Well, the matter is really, there are, there are different issues. So on the one hand, there's the question of changing the boundaries of the province. That is a matter for Parliament. Parliament decide that, um, and of course if there's a change of boundary, the legislatures of the two provinces affected must also approve it. And Parliament within the National Assembly with a two-thirds majority must support it. Um, so that's one issue. The other issue is about whether they can be cross-border bound um, municipalities and what is the demarcation of a specific municipality is. That is for the demarcation board. That has nothing to do with Parliament or the ANC or anybody else. Uh, that, uh, the two issues are linked, but they are separate. So it is very easy for the ANC to table a constitutional amendment in Parliament uh, to propose that there is an amendment to the Constitution to change the border back to where it was before this change of the border between the two provinces happened uh, at the previous uh, change. Uh, whether they will get the two-thirds majority, I don't know, because I'm not sure who will vote for this in the National Assembly. Mm. Uh, originally, the Constitutional Court had... Uh, um 
rejected the application to, you know, reverse the incorporation into the Eastern Cape, saying that certain sections of the Constitution were not followed in terms of process. Would that come yes. back to haunt this, uh, this then new move? No, it won't, because in that case, the, the, what happened is there was arguments made that the amendments to the Constitution were not done properly because... There were not enough public involvement, and uh, all kinds of other requirements were not met. But that was that is water under the bridge. That is now gone. Hmm. We now have a new process, a new process in which there will be, according to this agreement, if it is followed through on, there will be another attempt to change back the boundaries to the original, <laughs> as I understand it. Um, as long as the correct procedure is followed, and they will have to be, obviously, consultation and all those kind of things, uh, then the, the change, if the two-thirds majority is reached in the National Assembly, will actually be affected. There are questions of why is this different to areas such as Vuwaini, for instance, and um, there have been other, uh, you recall, in the Northwest as well, decisions which have been also brought back to, to Vuwaini mm. to say, why does it seem that there is either unilateral or unequal application of the law? Well, this is, the, this is not an application of the law. This is decisions made for political expediency, to put it bluntly. Mm-hmm. Um, the people of Uvani are not holding the balance of power in several municipalities like the AIC does. And so it is not necessary for the governing party to negotiate with them to make sure uh, to compromise in order to retain, say, Ikurleni municipality in the hands of the governing party. So this is about politics. It has nothing to do with law. It has to do with uh, what the parties can get out of this and not. So can the people of Wani Mount, should they choose to some sort of legal challenge to the current status quo? No, this is a a political question. It's a political problem. There was a political decision taken, um, and uh, it's even more complicated in the Vuwani case, if I understand that correctly, because that was the demarcation board, which is an independent body that is not directly related. It uh, It might be based on policy considerations, but that is an independent body. So it is not about the... Uh, it, it is a more complicated thing um, than the, the matter that has now been seemingly on the face of it resolved. Thank you so much for speaking to us, sharing your insights, Professor Pierre de Force, constitutional law expert.